When your child's chaotic behaviors are running your life, when you're struggling to find practical solutions, and just when you feel you've reached the end of your rope, there comes Harmonious Clan Podcast, equipping you with the proven practical strategies we've developed over the years through our own experiences to bring you strategies that give you results, enabling you to nurture your child from outcast to outstanding and your clan from chaos to harmony. Welcome to Harmonious Clan Podcast. This is our series, The Consequences of What You Are Really Teaching Your Child. This series includes three episodes that will help you understand the consequences of what you are really teaching your child. In episode one, we'll introduce the concept of the consequences of your reaction to inappropriate behaviors with a story from our own life that illustrates a knee-jerk reaction to a behavior and how that reaction reinforced the wrong behavior in our child. In episode two, we'll discuss more about the C, or consequence, of the ABCs of behavior, how your child views your reaction, and why you need to be aware of and consistent in your response. And in episode three, we'll discuss the path from chaos to harmony. We'll discuss the chaotic path, providing the wrong consequences to inappropriate behaviors, versus the harmonious path, understanding how your consequences directly impact your child's future behavior. Make sure to listen to all three episodes to learn the strategies that will bring your clan from chaos to harmony. Visit our website at www.harmoniousclan.com to get a copy of our podcast download, The Ultimate Behavior Analysis Template. Harmonious Clan, enabling you to nurture your child from outcast to outstanding and your clan from chaos to harmony. Welcome to Harmonious Clan Podcast. I'm Marco. I'm Louisa. Welcome to our series number two. Are you teaching your child the wrong things? That's a good question. Into this series is broken down into several episodes and we're going to be talking about this question. Are you teaching your child the wrong things? We'll be looking at uh, an example story from our own clan as to, uh, to illustrate the situation and the problem. And then we're gonna talk about strategies that you can use and that we used and why they worked and strategies that you can use at home with your child to turn this type of situation around. We'll get started with a story here from our own clan. This is one about one of our sons. I tend, I work from home quite a bit, and when I'm at home, um, I try to get work done while the children are playing. Sometimes it doesn't always work out, so let's hear the story here. So one of our sons was playing while I was doing some work, and he was playing with Legos with his younger sibling, and uh, they were supposedly sharing uh, the Lego blocks and building different things and trying to be siblings. But uh, the younger brother took what was, I think it was a fire truck away from his older sibling. And uh, the older sibling wanted that fire truck all of a sudden, even though he wasn't playing with the fire truck at first, you know, the younger sibling comes along and grabs something and... Suddenly he wants it. Yeah, suddenly it becomes gold, right? And uh, I got to have that too, just because the younger sibling has it. So uh, the older son just starts asking the younger child, you know, I want the fire truck. I want the fire truck. You know how children are. It just goes on and on and on. And this goes on for about five minutes. And then, of course, it starts escalating more into the the whiny. But he came to you. Yes, he the whiny thing. And he came to me and told me that his brother had taken this and that he wants it. And then, of course, I had to stop what I was doing, go over there and try and figure out what was happening and asking him about, uh, you know, was he playing with it? And did his brother just grab it from him? And he's like, no, he took it and I want it. So it was kind of one of those things. So this went back and forth and back and forth. And I tell them, well, you have to ask properly if you want to use it. You can't be grabbing it out of your brother's hands. You can't be yelling and screaming. And 
So I had them go back, and of course I go back and try to get a couple more minutes of work done, which <laughs> doesn't always work. Meanwhile, it goes from the whine, you know, from the asking over and over to the whining to crying, and this goes on for another few minutes. And then, of course, he starts stomping on the floor and, and yelling and screaming. And meanwhile, you know, of course, I'm trying to work it. I'm getting upset and frustrated. And, uh, of course, Louisa... Wasn't there. It wasn't there. I don't think I would have approved of what you did. Yeah, she wasn't there to help me out. And uh, finally, finally, I took the, the younger child away to go play with something else. So the fire truck could be free to go back to the old, over sibling, older sibling. And it's like, here, you have it. And I gave the fire truck to the older sibling. Now, the older sibling, of course, was the one who was asking over and over, and it was was whining, and then it was screaming, I'm banging on the floor, and, you know, I couldn't take it anymore. I was trying to get other things done, and I, and I went over, and I just grabbed the younger child and pulled him away and gave him something else to do, and gave the older child the fire truck back and said, here, here's your fire truck back. And, of course, when Louisa heard about this, <laughs> she started with the lecture. <laughs> so, do when, I start the lecture right now? Yes. <laughs> No, you should not have done it. And then she asked me the question, you know, that is our what our series is based on. You know, what are you, what are you, you know, what are you really, what are you really him? teaching him when you do that? And I had to sit and think about it. And of course, while I was thinking, she told me what I was thinking, so she can tell you. Oh well, so what you were really teaching them, or what you're really teaching him is ten minutes of asking does not work, and. 10 minutes of asking plus 10 minutes of crying does not work. 10 minutes of asking, 10 minutes of crying plus 10 minutes of kicking on the floor does not work. What you're really teaching him is that he had to milk you for a good 55 minutes close to an hour. And that's about your time for when, that that's about your tolerance. That's what you're teaching. That's about what my limit. Yes, what you're <laughs> really teaching him is come and whine and escalate to me for 55 minutes and you'll get what you want. That's what you were teaching him. So that wasn't the right thing? No. No. <laughs> no, I know. Do you I want know. that? Do you want him to, every time he wants something, he has to go and do this drama for 55 minutes? Do you want that? No. no I don't think not. most no. people think about it. Yeah. So I think, you know, when we, we talked about that, it's like, I understood that. And I knew this beforehand, too. But sometimes when you're in the moment, it's difficult and you're, you're not thinking and you just want to get back to whatever you're working on or, or whatever you were doing. And... Um, and you tend to get to a point it's like, okay, I just want to make it stop. But when you do that, you're sending a wrong signal to your child. And that's the whole focus of this series of pod and our podcast series here is that are you teaching them the wrong things? Which in the case of the example we just saw, I was teaching the older child the wrong thing. I was telling him, yes, basically, like Louisa said, if if he keeps bugging up to a certain point, I'm going to reach my limit, being the parent, and then the child is going to get his way. And I've just taught him a way of getting his, you know, what he really wants, which isn't the proper behavior. In a way that yeah. you don't want right. him to use, right. So you think you have just quieted your child so that you can finally get back to work, but in reality, if you just taught your child your threshold of how much and how long of a crying and drama it takes for the child to get what he wants, right? Right. So in reality, I've created a, a false sense of resolving the problem, right? That's the chaos. Yes, you've created a chaos. Um, you think you've just created harmony so that you can go back to work, but you've just created, yes, the chaos. What, yeah, what do you think is going to happen next time your child wants something that he or she cannot get at that moment? Yeah, no. Nope. Okay, yeah, I can see. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've set him up to a point where he's thinking, okay, the next time I know what worked. Of course, they're smart and they realize what things they can get away with, what things they cannot get away with. 
what strategies work, just like adults. They, they learn these strategies and they're thinking, okay, I know where dad's limit is. So next time I want something, I'm just going to keep going until I hit that limit. And I'm going to get what I want. Oh, and, and the worst part is if you have siblings, if this child has siblings, they don't need to try it. They've been watching, they've been witnessing, and they've been miraculously counting time in their head. And now the rest of us knows this too, without them ever having to try it. In our book, we talk about the behavior ABC. The A is the antecedent, which we talked about in our last episode when we talked about things that could cause a behavior. So that's the antecedent. B is the trouble behavior that you're having. And C is the consequence. C is essentially what you do after the behavior or what happens after the child has a behavior. And the C, the consequence, is what reinforces, is what reinforces the B, the behavior. In this case, the behavior is the 45 minutes of whining and crying and escalating. And the C is the consequence, which in this case is being given the fire truck. So do you see how C, your consequence, had just reinforced the behavior? Yes, and I know we, we talked about that in one of our other series too about uh, the ABC and we talked a more about the antecedent or the things that happen. And as a parent, I think both the A and the C are really things that the parents should focus on, right? The behavior is what the child does because of the antecedent events, but the reinforcement for their behavior comes from the parent's actions after the behavior or during the behavior, right? Right. So, so that's the C or the consequence. So the main point here is that, you know, how you react and what you do when your child is behaving a certain way or uh, inappropriately, inappropriately right. that that is actually teaching your child something. Right. So you have to be very careful when you're, when you're doing things like that and, and be mindful of your actions. I know a lot of times it's difficult because you're in the moment and you're getting frustrated and, what, and things and you, and you may not be thinking, but it's very important to be thinking what you're doing and what your actions you're taking and how that's impacting the child and what that's teaching your child, right? Right, right. So... Understanding the problem and the root cause, when you keep seeing the behavior over and over again, and you're getting tired, you're getting frustrated, let's really take a deep dive into the C. What's happening after the, the, the behavior? If you can analyze that, like I talk about it in my book, if you can al analyze that, then you can very well see why is this behavior continuing to happen? Because you've got a C, a consequence there that is reinforcing the behavior. Reinforce, the word reinforce in the behavior world means to make it stronger. It means to make the behavior exist stronger. It yeah. means to get more of that behavior. Yeah, and I think um, I've gone through a learning process over the years here, and Louisa catches on to it more quickly. She's with the children more often, but me as not always being around them and being able to keep that in mind is has been something that's taken me a little bit longer. But it's 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 just very important. I can't uh, emphasize it enough that your actions are teaching your child, right? And that's going to either reinforce this inappropriate behavior, or you're going to reinforce the proper behaviors, which which we talk about different strategies in, in our other series about how to how to manage those behaviors. But as a parent, when you see a behavior that's in action, how you respond makes a big difference. Right. And, I, and it's easy for adults, any parents, to get into that situation. For example, when you're at home, many times you're working. But for me, when my work is 
taking care of the kids. So I can, I can see that for every action I take, I'm I'm thinking, okay, what is that going to get me next time? You know, what what am I really saying? But for you, who's always working and who's got something on your mind, and you're really just kind of going along, that's when you can tend to fall into these situations where you naturally wouldn't say give in, but your natural reaction. Ends up promoting the exact behavior that you don't want. I mean, for example, if our toddler is spilling milk by accident, eating at the dining table, that's one thing. But an older child that's spilling milk, and you know, how easy is it to quickly clean it up for your child and then refill the cup with more milk, right? But then, what are you really teaching there? You're teaching him, okay, no, I don't have to be careful. I can eat with my arms waving all over the table, spill my milk. Then all that happens is I get it cleaned. Somebody cleans it for me, and I get my cup refilled. Right. <laughs> right. So if you think about it from the adult perspective, many times the easy way is is going to be the the way that's going to promote more of the behavior that you don't want. Many、yeah. times you really just have to take the hard way. Yeah, and I think I fall into that trap more often, or have in the past, and like the example with the milk. So if You think okay. <laughs> to refill. Yeah, if you think okay, I'm gonna go clean up and fill up so it's quick and give him another milk so right, we, can, we can finish dinner, but it's giving the wrong signal to the child rather than me saying okay, you spilled it. Here's a washcloth or or whatever. You wipe it up, you clean it, and no more milk. But of course, you're realizing you know, I'm thinking in the back of my head. Well, if I let him clean it up, it's gonna take ten minutes by the time he cleans it up yeah, and this and that. Yeah, you gotta so, deal with the cloth. Yeah, so you you kind of start thinking, well, I'll just do it myself. But taking that easy way out is is never the right thing to do. And in this case, it isn't because then, like Louisa said, you're teaching the child. Okay, if I spill my milk, so what? You know, mama or dad or dad come and they clean it up and they give me a new cup with more milk and I'm good to go. So there's no consequence there. It's it's a reinforcing consequence, and you're teaching your child the wrong thing. Yeah, and and by the way, I'm not talking. You know, there's the saying about this. Don't cry over spilt milk. Yeah, I'm not talking about accidental spilling. It's just that there's a period of time when our kids are are just. While not really sitting straight, and they're not really sitting or eating appropriately, and that's what's causing a bunch of milk spill and chaotic dining situations, and that's what more of what I'm referring to. Yeah. So it is important. I mean, it, it's、uh, and it, and it takes a while. I know from experience, and a lot of times I get a little frustrated and, and over over those situations, thinking when I when I see Louisa talk to the children, she says something, they respond a certain way, and then when I do the same thing. <laughs> They don't. So you know, I pay my price because she's, you know, she has paid the price over the time that she's with them and done these kind of things and and understands that she's what she's reinforcing and reinforcing the proper things. Whereas I'm a little more lax on that. I'm getting better, but、um, I tend to be a little more lax on that. And then I don't, I, I don't. As a parent, I become less effective, right? I mean,、right. whereas if you look at the two of us and 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 Louisa says something, suddenly it's like boom. You know, most times. They respond quickly and appropriately, and other, when I'm doing it, it's like, why do I have to say it five times, you know? And because you chase say them it around five times. <laughs> <So> . You know, that's another thing. You tell them to clean. Why do you have to say it five times? Go clean it. Go clean it. No, it's like you say it one time, and if they don't clean it, there there is going to be a consequence that ensures to not have that behavior again. You don't say it five times. You don't want to train them to have five chances. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's where, as a parent, we need to focus, focus on that. And again, we, you know, with this this ABC thing, you can, you can affect the behavior by the consequences, which is what happens after the behavior, and also the antecedents, which happened before. 
And we have been focusing on these two things in, in our previous episodes and podcasts, but um, this one we're focusing on the cons- on the consequence or the C. And, right. And that's where you as a parent have the most impact right. in teaching your child. Check out our download that has some of the most commonly pitfalls that parents fall into when they don't realize that their consequence is actually teaching the child the wrong thing, what they don't want to teach. Um, in our download resources, we have some examples of that and what you can do instead to be teaching them really what you want to be teaching them. Right. And it's just a matter of, of yeah, looking at these kind of things and understanding what can what can come up and, and being able to react appropriately. And I think if you take some time ahead of time to think about these situations and what you're really teaching, and it really takes some reflection as a parent to think, okay, I'm seeing this behavior over and over. Why is that? Yeah, and then really think, think, think about what am I doing? Not only what is the child doing, but saying when I see behavior X, what am I doing? You know, am I, am I really giving him the right message? Am I teaching him the wrong thing or am I teaching him the right thing? And and if you're teaching the wrong thing, you're going down that chaos path. And if you're teaching him the right thing, you're progressing towards the harmonious path. And that is what we're teaching here. And yes. so the strategies that you take have to be focused on that consequence. And that consequence has to be feeding back to that child and giving them the right direction. And the harmonious path, I just want to say, in the beginning when you first start, isn't going to look harmonious at all. <laughs> but yes, it is going to bring you to harmony pretty quickly if you stay consistent. Yeah, and I think it's it's consistency and being mindful of what you're doing and reflecting on what you've done in the past and why things are continuing down that same path. And what was it Einstein that said, if you keep doing the same thing and expect a different outcome, it's right. the definition of being being crazy, right? So right. You, you, you keep seeing the same things over and over, you, and there's a point where you got to say, wait a minute, I have to go back and look. Let's analyze this. Let's take a look at what I'm doing as a parent when the child's behaving in a certain way, and that's very, very important. Or what's naturally happening after the behavior, yes. In total, after the behavior, right? Right, right. There was another example when we, um, when we went into the mountains over a weekend to spend some time there, and one of our sons fell and so there was something that particularly we were working on at the time with him which is he typically he doesn't have a good tolerance um doesn't have good regulation skills but he over dramatizes his um little scrapes and things like that so mm-hmm. we were hiking we're in the middle of the mountains i he think he'll make a good fell. actor <laughs> yes <laughs> he would he was so dramatic and at the time we were working on this you know if if you fell it's it's a it's a what what do you say it's we a, call it a glitch yeah we call it a glitch no no worries get up you're just fine and we do not respond to this insane amount of crying screaming i mean it's almost the case of somebody thinks they need to call 911 it's that dramatic so we were hiking and he tripped and the drama came in a big outburst. So then I try not to do anything about it. I totally ignored it. But what do you know? It's sometimes not. It's not even about what the parents do. You know, some a well, well-intentioned, well-meaning, another camper or hiker came out with her little pouch. Oh, you know what? Maybe this band-aid will help. And guess what? Our son immediately shuts up. And so that's when I really wish that person didn't come because what does that do? Sure, it shuts him up. But in reality, no. It teaches him to yell and scream and continue the drama until somebody shows up with a Mm band-aid. No, we're not depriving him. No, it's a case where he doesn't need a band-aid. He just needs to, you know, get up and keep going. Shake it off. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly, exactly. But... 
But you know, sometimes people do that. You know, sometimes you're carrying a crying child, and yeah, they you, want to give them candy. They want to give, give them candy stuffed doll. Animal. I, I know, and that's just the worst thing you could possibly do because that is the C, the consequences that reinforces that behavior. Yeah, and there's a difference between them crying because something's really wrong and they need comfort. Yes, yes. of course you want to do that, but yes, we're do. talking about situations. No, we're not mean parents. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about a situation where it's something minor that they're just they're just over dramatic and yeah. and screaming over something that has it's really inconsequential, a little glitch, and those are the type of things you don't want to reinforce that behavior. You know, right. So. Well, we got over that. We got over that, but not with people coming up with candies and band aids. Yes, not not that. Yeah. So, all right. So、um, we're going to wrap up this episode here. We did talk about an example、um, situation and and what happened and how that was how that was teaching my child something that wasn't the appropriate behavior. In、uh, our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about.、Uh, The the story and strategies that do work to teach your child the right things instead of teaching your child the wrong things. As we continue our series, are you teaching your child the wrong things? So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Harmonious Clan podcast series. The consequences of what you are really teaching your child. We illustrated the problem of incorrect responses to inappropriate behaviors with a story from our own clan. We discussed more about understanding how your reactions affect your child's future behaviors, and then we took a look at the path from chaos to harmony, contrasting the chaotic path, providing the wrong consequences to inappropriate behaviors, with the harmonious path, consistently applying the proper consequences to the child's inappropriate behavior. Harmonious clan, enabling you to nurture your child from outcast to outstanding, and your clan. From chaos to harmony. Please visit our website at www.harmoniousclan.com to get a copy of our podcast download, the ultimate behavior analysis template. You can also get the podcast notes, learn more about us, and get information about joining the clan. You've been listening to Harmonious Clan podcast with Marco and Luisa. Learn more about Harmonious Clan at www.harmoniousclan.com for information on resources, including books, educational podcasts. A supportive community, courses, and one-on-one consulting. Harmonious Clan, enabling you to nurture your child from outcast to outstanding, and your clan from chaos to harmony.